Hi. I'm uh, so sorry. You're upside down. <laughs> I know. What's like, going there, on? There is something wrong with my computer. I don't know. <laughs> do you know how to... I, I need to do like mirroring, right? Like... Okay. Ah, One more time. Okay. Oh, okay. Now we're good. Yeah. That was very funny. <laughs> It would be funny if we did a recording with me upside yeah, down. Yeah, right? I would have had to do a lot of editing just to kind of flip things around. Yeah, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm so sorry Good. I wasn't able to meet you in person. Like, we were not able to in person. No, no, no. It's fine. Actually, I just recorded a podcast yesterday outside. Mm-hmm. And, you know, carrying all these things. And I was like, oh, I have to carry these things again tomorrow. Tomorrow. And then <laughs> when you texted me, I was like, okay, good. <laughs> Maybe I don't have to do that. Anyways, uh, how you been? How, okay. how, how have you, what, what were you up to, you know, during this break between the podcasts? <laughs> between, oh, it became a bit busy because like in June, it's like June holidays. So mm-hmm. we had um like a lot of families coming. So it was a bit busy. Mm. And I have like guests who are uh, my, my, my customers, like when they drive, they listen to your podcast because I posted it. Really? Yeah, yeah. They were like, hey, one thing we listened to your podcast the other day. We, we, nice. Like, we <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I saw people listening to it. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like people are actually interested in my podcast. Yeah, people are interested. Yeah. Not, not only yeah. scientists, like people who are not scientists are also interested in your podcast. Well, I'm, I'm really happy. Thank you for everybody that's listening. <laughs> Uh, How so was your that, nerd night? Uh, nerd, night your went, nerd night? Nerd night went pretty well. I, you know, I, I, I had a lot of fun. I met a few people, mm-hmm. and some of them will be, you know, guests on the podcast too. So oh. it's pretty exciting. I, I really enjoyed it. So okay, last time when when we were doing talking. the podcast, when we were talking, right? Like we yes. remembered that there was an important point that we missed, right? Yes. And that's why we're dedicating a whole podcast episode to it, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Like you mentioned, like you are in science communication. So I feel that like whatever we are going to talk about is a very yeah. important point of science communication and marketing for mm-hmm. nutritional supplements mm-hmm. in a medical field. So today... We are going to talk about mislabeling and over-exaggeration over <laughs> of health benefits of the supplements that yes. you see in the supermarket and the drugstore and on TV. Yeah, so they sell, they, I mean, for the lack of better term, you know, they, like, like you said, like they exaggerate, you know, the outcomes of taking their own supplements, right? Yep. Yeah, and, and we're not going to mention any companies because we don't want to be sued, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, generally speaking, what's your input on, on these subjects? On, on okay, you know, so exaggeration. Yeah. I do not agree with it, even though I am a researcher in this um, nutrition field where I do nothing but research about different kinds of nutritional supplements. Mm-hmm. But I believe that um, the public should know the public should be educated on knowing the limits of these supplements. Like they, they should know that these supplements should be taken as a complement to their daily lifestyle and they should not rely on these health supplements to, and over-expect these self-health supplements to like cure the disease or prevent them from getting cancer, that kind of thing. Like they should not have over-expectations 
mm-hmm. from these health benefits. And sometimes, um, I just hope that by doing this podcast with you, I I, I just hope that more people can be aware that mm-hmm. over exaggeration really have is very common, and just people can be more aware when they go to purchase their next health supplement. Like yeah, just be more aware. So just a question: when when these companies get how can I say get their licenses to sell these supplements or that they're kind of drugs right so they're you know they're they're not natural so they're probably or maybe they have natural components so they have to get some kind of license in order to sell these supplements right so actually every country regul has different regulatory boards some and these supplements because they are basically they only contain um like components from naturally derived food sources. So mm-hmm. they are regulated by the food regulatory board. They are not regulated by any like FDA equivalent. But FDA also is like food and drug administrative administration, right? Like it, it includes mm-hmm. food, right? Yeah, I think it's a gray zone. Like because they are not really selling a pharmaceutical or or health supplement. So they did not register to get vetted by these administrations. So basically any company, like I can just set up a company, order my uh, dream supplement from, from these kind of supplement making companies and I, I can just start selling them from my company. Like no no one is going to regulate me. No one regulates this stuff. In, the, in each country, it, uh-huh. it depends on each country. Like for example, like there was a case in Singapore. So there, there was this company. They 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 made very, they they maybe they grow they grew too big, and then um they started making too many false claims. So um the health science authority yeah. intervened, and um told them to stop doing what they were doing. But previously, I also lodged a complaint against this company to the health science authority, and the reply that I got was that um. They are, they are not a medical company. They are just only selling a food product. So there's nothing that we can do about it. Yeah, but that's kind of scary, isn't it? You know, if it's a food product, like we people consume food, right? Like, so if the food is not safe, then so okay. Well, let Let's hear. Let, let Let me clarify one point. So you're saying that it they're over exaggerating the results, or that their product is also not safe. Which one is it? Nobody knows. Oh my God, really? Okay, for example, like there is this, uh, there's this company in the US that's doing very well. Like um, they're, they're a multi-level marketing company and they're, they're, they're actually doing very well all over the world. And then when you look at their website, on, on the website, on the, on, on the official information on the website, yeah. they do not make such claims. They, they, they just say like um, our products can help um, improve the genes that regulate aging. Our product can make you feel better. Uh But the people who are marketing their products are taught to, the people who are marketing their products are taught to um, overemphasize the health benefits. And and actually, when you look at um, all the PDFs that are on the company's website, they actually say, there's actually a statement that says like, this statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. And this product is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure or prevent any disease. Like they put this kind of disclaimers on their official documents, but yet the people who are selling their product is saying a, a, a totally different thing. So what they're actually doing is kind of misleading people, right? Yes. 
Yes. Intentionally mm, misleading people? I do not know if they're intentionally misleading. Like some people, if, if they're not educated in the medical field mm-hmm. or like um, they, they do not have a bio, like a medical background, they may not understand like the effects of like these kind of health supplements on health. Like we, we kind of understand because we have, we have a background in like we have a medical background, but like for someone who who is not totally in, in this field, they, they just listen to a course or like someone tells them this and then they eat it. And then because of the placebo effect, they feel kind of better. So the, the people who do not have a background in science, they may not be aware of what they are selling. So they just uh, regurgitate whatever has been taught to them in the course or if they have been recommended to this product by their friends or family, they will trust their friends and family and then they just repeat whatever has been taught to them but more exaggerated so it just it just snowballs and there's no one there to intervene and then like so at the end of the day like for example if 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 the fda receives a complaint like you know why Mm. are so many of our members making these kind of health health claims and then the fd the, the the company they can go back to their pdfs on their website and then they will say like oh but we made a disclaimer like we are saying here that this statement was not evaluated by the FDA. And then we, we have stated very clearly that it is not like our supplement is not intended to cure or prevent any disease. Okay, from your point of view as a nutritionist, right? Like as somebody who has, you know, spent many years, you know, studying this and researching it. What can people like normal people do? You know, people who don't have, you know, higher education do in order mm. to make sure that the product actually does what it says. So it's going to be very difficult for a normal consumer to like go through like the component list. You know, like sometimes when when we buy something, like there is a list of ingredients or like a list of components that says like the name of the component and then the concentration. So I think it's very difficult for a person who's not in this field to like go onto like, um, like PubMed, like a medical database to check the name and then like check if um there are any previous studies conducted and then like if the concentration was used in those studies was the same as what is written on what uh, that is the same as the product yeah. they're buying vitamins like uh things like vitamins that have been around for ages mm. i think it's okay to take and it's okay to take it as um a boost to your health like boost to immunity but Mm. never ever rely fully on these supplements like so um i I was reading an article on on the Mm. internet and then they they are saying like what are the risks of these um over like mislabeling of the health benefits so one of the most serious problems is that a lot of people they think that if they take the supplement it can help them really prevent a disease or if like um, the real medical treatment for their illness is mm. too expensive. They think that they can do the alternative by taking the supplement and then they believe that this supplement is going to help them cure the disease. I think a lot of people do that. Like, for example, my, my I can tell you my, my own personal story. Like like my mom, um, she had mm-hmm. a domestic helper in, in Singapore and then the domestic helper is most probably diabetic. So she had a foot ulcer and the foot mm-hmm. ulcer was... um. There, there was pus, there was inflammation, but it was so painful. And the help, my helper, she was very scared to go to the doctor. Uh-huh. I think um maybe because she was afraid that if she would go, her, her leg will be amputated or something like that. Like, you know, like, you know, when they, when they do not know mm. much about their 
their their their situation, the, the more they become scared. So she said, mm. like, okay, then um I will take this super health supplement instead then. And then they took it for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then and in, in the end, her ulcer became better. And then now they think that this supplement is really good, but they did they forgot that actually every single day they disinfected the wound site on 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 they, they disinfected her ulcer. So most probably her ulcer became better because of the disinfection <laughs> and because of her own immunity, yeah. it has nothing to do with the supplement that much. So, so maybe the supplement, just... you know, it's 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 in the word. It's a supplement. It's something additional, right? It's not the main thing yes. that affects your health, right? Oh, and another problem is also, um. so there are two problems to this. The first problem is that, like, so my helper's case is not so serious. It's just a wound. But, you mm-hmm. know, some people, they may have, like, really life-threatening situations, but yet mm-hmm. they still do not, they are afraid or, like, they are unable to go to seek real medical treatment and then they consume these health supplements instead and then it may lead to them life-threatening situations. So, like, I, I think, like, people should really be aware, like, this is the worst-case scenario that can happen. Mm-hmm. And another, so, and another problem with my helper situation is that she bought her the supplement that she took was something really very expensive because it really promised like life-changing health benefits. Like it can prevent cancer, it can regenerate your cells, mm-hmm. it can do this, it can do that. That's why it's product um marketed at a very high price. But mm-hmm. it could be just vitamins. We do not know. Like, because no one is regulating the composition. Like, no one really went to check um, like, do these capsules really contain that amount of Food product like no one is regulating it so maybe she she's um she's feeling better because like she just took vitamins like um a multivitamin yeah or it could be placebo it. effect or it could just be really the di- the the disinfection of a wound every single day i and there is some there is a similar story that i want to say and it might get me in trouble a little bit but you know i think it's worth it okay. so and Back in my country, in Yemen, right? And mm-hmm. some people would rather go to famous religious people. Okay, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say the name so I don't get into mm-hmm. trouble that way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they would rather go there to treat themselves from cancer and sometimes even mm. HIV or AIDS okay. instead of going to hospitals, right? Because they believe mm-hmm. that these people know better. There is, uh, we call it Al-Habba Soda, which is, I think... The name, I just googled it right now, is Nigelia Sativa. I don't know if you're familiar with it. But uh, apparently, like, uh, at least, you know, they believe it has a lot of health benefits. Mm -hmm. And they stay and get treated by this for a very long time, thinking Mm -hmm. that they're going to get better. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, and especially for cases of cancer or like blood cancer, like leukemia, Mm -hmm. their cases go worse and the more that mm-hmm. they keep going in this treatment, you know, using these supplements, mm-hmm. the worse that the case happens, right? So in the end, by the time they go to a real doctor and to a real hospital, the case is already, you know, hopeless. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is like a, like, let's say an extreme case or like extreme cases that happens. But this is also from people not being well educated on the supplements that they're taking or the things that they put in their bodies, right? Mm-hmm. So I I don't know like you said like people better know know the components of the things that they're putting in their bodies right yeah so like this I I guess this is where science communication 
is very important. Like, you know, maybe nowadays, science community, there could be a reason why um, these people are so misled. It could be due to the fact that um, we did not, like we as scientists did not manage to convey our studies or what we know in a fun and easy way for the public. That's why the public does, the, that's why the public is not aware. So I, I, I think, totally yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I think once I heard people remember stories, right? People remember mm -hmm. stories. They don't remember figures and, you know, numbers mm -hmm. and, and stuff. Yeah, as a scientist, numbers and graphs, you know, you use that to talk to other scientists to convince them. But if you want to talk to the public, you got to have stories. And stories are mm -hmm. the ones that stick with people, like in, in their heads, right? Yeah, so I guess from now, what we can do is to like, what I can do, at least yeah. for my field, is to just like let, like just like uh, educate people as I go. Like actually, when I was young, um, mm. so I, I told you before, like the reason why I became a nutritional scientist was because my mom she bought a lot of supplements for me, and she could never tell me, she could never give me a convincing answer why they were good. <laughs> yeah. So it in when I was a young kid, I'll get very angry. I'll be like, um, I will actually quarrel with her, and I'll say like don't get cheated by all these people like um like they are obviously like fake but i i was only a kid so i maybe i wasn't very convincing as well so it was just like me quarreling with her but like these few weeks this few did the this few months i've been thinking like like maybe i should like really put like you know right now i have I did my PhD in this. I've mm. written like many papers about this. Like right now, maybe there's a time for me to like come out and like just let more people know. Yes. About speak, what it speak is. about yeah. it, right? Yeah. 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 Hopefully, you know, people who listen to this podcast, at least, you know, people who speak, who listen to the podcast will hear you speak and will hear these information that you're sharing with us. So people will become a little bit more knowledgeable because I, I, I see people, you know, taking. I have friends actually, you know, people my age, like maybe older people who are not educated, who don't have, who don't know how to use the internet very well, mm -hmm. might be excused, right? Mm -hmm. But younger generation, like people my age, I see people popping supplements like candy. Mm. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a bit concerning. I mean, from one side, if you know what you're taking, if you know what you're putting in your body, if you know the benefits and the side effects, then I think that's a good thing. But some people just keep popping supplements thinking that they're going to, you know, benefit it's them. It's like some super healthy body after yes. eating all those supplements. Y yes. So they'll be <laughs> <laughs> super strong or something. Yeah. Yeah, like supplements are not bad. Like, you know, sometimes um we we, we are not able to have a well-balanced diet. So when we are not able to have a well-balanced diet or when we are, you know, like our lifestyle is like too stressful or too tiring, maybe the supplements can like give you a little boost to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. But I I believe like it is something that's it's like complementary med medicine. It is not something that can, it can work hand in hand with medical treatment to have mm -hmm. wonderful results. But it should not be something that you rely totally on. And I just hope that people will be more aware. Like I just hope that like their 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 senses, yeah, their the senses in their brain just perk up when people tell them like like unbelievable benefits. Like, you know, they should just like 
think again, like, is it true? Like, mm-hmm. can it be that amazing? Like, if it's really that amazing, it would have already been regulated by the FBA and like sold by like Pfizer or like a big mm-hmm. pharmaceutical company. If it was that great. Right. Yeah that, yeah, that makes sense. From from your point of view, when is it a good idea to take supplements? Like what if somebody wants uh, to, you know, things that they're not eating very well, mm, do they like, should okay. just go buy supplements or like how do they decide on which supplements they take or like definitely not just look at the advertisements because advertisements mm-hmm. are, you know, exaggerated, right? Like, for example, like, um, because I'm really busy, so, and I, I'm really, really busy, and I don't like to eat vegetables. Like, I, I just don't like to eat leafy vegetables. So, um, I take um, various vitamin Bs as a supplement, because, like, vitamin B can give you energy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I take it every single day, and, and it makes me feel good. And then, like, for example, um, you know, like, ginkgo nuts, like, the extract of ginkgo can help improve memory and... um. So the basic um, health benefit of ginkgo nuts is improved memory, but recently it has been proven that it can also prevent Alzheimer's or dementia in like mice studies. So I have like some um, uh, friends who are seniors and they, they also take this kind of um, supplement, supplements to prevent themselves from getting Alzheimer's disease or dementia. They, they take it to prevent the onset of these diseases or to prolong the onset of these diseases. They do not take it as a cure for these diseases. So like if you're worried, like, or if you can look at your family history and then like, um, like, you know, if, if there is a, a history of Alzheimer's and dementia, then you can look up like on the internet and see like what kind of supplements or like what kind of food products actually help to, prolong the onset of these diseases then you you can like go to the drugstore and and look for something similar are, are there like websites that kind of that you think are trustworthy that you, you would go there and look through you know lists of supplements that are helpful for this and that i think like the mayo clinic website is pretty good like Sometimes like when I go do Google search mm-hmm. and then like um I'm I'm searching for like the definitions or like uh various diseases and then like what kind of treatment is usually recommended. Sometimes mm-hmm. the Mayo Clinic um a website pops up. So I, I I look at it pretty often. I think it's pretty good. Um the Mayo Clinic is by it's by a big hospital. I think it's a very big hospital in the US. Yeah, I I that that was what I was going to say. Like that's probably uh, I think Mayo Clinic is it's yeah, like a, in the it's US. a treatment center, right? Kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's a treatment center. Yeah. By the way, like I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So the day before yesterday, I came back from work, and I was. It's been a while since I went to the gym, mm-hmm. and I was like, I can't do this. I'm going to the gym, anyways, right? Mm-hmm. And in order to you know have a little bit of energy. Mm-hmm. I took a pre-workout. Okay. And I I got the energy to work out, right? Mm-hmm. But I couldn't sleep until 4 a.m. Oh. I, I was like, I don't know, next day was bad. So do you think, <laughs> like, seriously, I regretted taking the pre-workout, right? What, what I, was in the pre-workout? Was it like caffeine? It always includes caffeine, but I'm I think I'm... 
I'm already resistant to caffeine, you know. <laughs> so, oh, what was the name of the? It's called C4. C4. Yeah. So it's a drink. Is it a drink? It's a powder. It's okay, a powder. Okay. A powder that you mix with water. And oh. uh, I, I, to be honest, I think yeah, it has caffeine in it. It has uh, vitamin C and it, it has a, f a few niacin, vitamin C, folic acid, vitamin B12, calcium, carnosine, beta-alanine, creatinine nitrate, L-arginine, alpha-ketoglutarate, and then explosive energy blend, which is composed of N-cetyl L-tyrosine, caffeine anhydrous, velvet bean, seed extract and obviously they're not saying what the hell's inside it <laughs> but you know that's the explosive energy blend you know i it, it really exploded in my head i, <laughs> I couldn't sleep <laughs> could be many reasons like you know like after you exercise the endorphins yeah. make you like excited or like you know yeah. they say like if your body temperature is too high you're also mm. unable to sleep or like and the caffeine, like it's a mixture of all the of all of those of, of, of <laughs> everything. Yeah. You go, I was like, why did I do this? I really needed to sleep, and I just you know I messed up that day. So, oh, but I, you know, like um, like yeah. you know the the way that they labeled their ingredients, like just now you mentioned like explosive blend. That, yeah. That's how they, like um. That's how they. That's get how it. they. Yeah, that, that's how they 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 bluff the consumers. Like yeah. we do not know what's in the exclude. We do not know what's in that blend, and then they'll they'll put like trademark, like trademark by our company, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they will never yeah. tell you what's inside. Honestly, for this, I think it does what it says. It gives you mm -hmm. energy, mm -hmm. but for me, it was you know too much. I think I I I just I just wanted to sleep, and I couldn't sleep. You know, like <laughs> like you said, maybe it's a mix of everything. You know. Yeah, most probably yeah. it's a mix of everything, or like. Yeah. the body temperature is too high like sometimes right um they say mm. if your body like after the onsen like our core body temperature will increase so mm. after that if you take um a cold bath and then that core body temperature um decreases by two degrees your mm. entire like what your entire like nervous system relaxes and then it makes you feel sleepy so like if you are feeling very very hot after your exercise, just really take like a cold bath and like really lower down your body oh. temperature, and then after that you may feel sleepy. Nice, thank you for the advice. Cause I usually I take baths, but I never take cold baths. I hear they're good for oh. your immunity system. They kind of stimulate the immunity system, mm -hmm. but I'm like I don't want to stimulate anything. I, <laughs> I just, you know, cold baths are a bit tough for me. But you know, now that I know that at least I'll be able to sleep, maybe I'll yeah, maybe yeah, I'll yeah. Take oh, some like cold if, after exercise, yeah. But it's so weird, right? Well, this saying like, if we take a cold bath in the morning, it actually wakes us up. <laughs> right? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Right? How come? <laughs> I think yeah. it's the increase, the increase in body temperature and then the decrease mm. that causes you to feel relaxed. But like, you know, when you're already um, like very sleepy in bed and then you just want to perk up, like making you feel cold is just going to make you wake. Yeah, probably the effect is different, right? Like Yeah, it's different. It's different. Yeah. At, at, at night, like you said, it's 
basically the, your core temperature decreasing, but in the morning it's just the cold water kind of splashes you up and you just wake yeah. up. Last time, I don't think we talked about it in the podcast, but you mentioned to me that there is a company that says it gives you supplements of stem cells. Yes, what, yes. So what, what's, what's that about? <laughs> so there are two kinds. The yeah. edible stem cell, the edible stem cell, and the yeah. stem cell that you can um like put via Inject. IV yeah. into your body. So the edible stem cell, it just really doesn't make sense because, you know, cells, you need like some kind of cell culture medium to be alive. And yeah. then how can you possibly dehydrate the stem cell and then put it into a capsule and expect that when you eat the capsule, it's going to go all the way and get digested by your digestive tract. It just doesn't make sense. But yet they are selling yeah. very well. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, just Who this, buys this? <laughs> like um, this today, where I, I was like, I just Googled like stem cell supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a variety of prices. Let, Some let me, are like let me thirty-five thousand yen. What? On, you can also buy on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Yeah. You're kidding. Stem cell please, please tell me you're kidding. Oh my god! You just put stem cell and then it all has this like you know, face mask, supplement, mask, all in one gel, skin lotion, capsule cream. Wow. <laughs> And they're not cheap either. Yeah, they're not cheap. And and we are not even sure if... Okay, like, for, for example, if, if there is, like, a company who really believes that um they are really going to sell the stem cells, so they really, like, dehydrate the stem cells and put it into the product, and then they're selling it to their customers. But we'll never know if this company is reliable or that company is reliable. Like, no one is checking the contents of these products. First of all, I don't think I would ever drink a placenta drink. <laughs> <laughs> That just doesn't sound very delicious. <laughs> like, oh, but but like you know, like um, yeah. mm. in Asian countries, like in China, and I also know in Singapore, what is yeah. um popular right now is that they steam or like cook the placenta after the mom delivers their baby, and then the mom after delivering the baby, they'll eat the placenta because the placenta contains a lot of nutrition. I because like know. you know. When the, it contains when a the, lot of stem cells too, but who eats the placenta and what placenta? Like the, the mom eats her own placenta. I I respect all cultures, but like damn. Yeah, <laughs> damn, yeah. So like, it's actually pretty popular. Like, uh, people take it as part of like recovery from pregnancy. But I, I don't I don't know. Like, um, I've never been pregnant before, so I have not studied in I'm, detail I'm, about this. I'm trying <laughs> to accept the idea. I just, I just can't. I think I'm visibly disturbed by, by the whole idea. But mammals, know. um, like mammals, they eat their own placenta after delivering babies. Like, like my guinea pig, she ate her own placenta too. Okay. But you know that's a okay. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, scientifically speaking, like we know that the there there are a lot of stem cells in 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 the placenta, right? And mm-hmm. actually, my friend did some research on mm-hmm. the, the the stem cells uh, mm-hmm. that they get out of the placenta. I know, but still, the whole idea just is not. You know, I just I don't know. Maybe I'm yeah, not but a, like you know, like I'm not when a I scientist think about it. enough. Like you know, like but now when I think about it, like after they cook it, will the stem cells die? Like then there's no point in eating I it. I think I think first of all they die, right? And even if they yeah. don't die, 
when you're eating it, you're putting it in the stomach, which has very high acidity. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's going to kill everything. So I... I, I wonder about my guinea pigs who ate the placenta. They would also... Bah, but they were, they, they were hungry. They were hungry. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Oh, it's pretty interesting. But also, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what were you about to say? Oh, no, I wanted to say like, so just now I was talking about like the overclaiming the health benefits. And yeah. then now there is now, now just now because we were Googling like stem cell supplements on the internet, right? So I come, I came across something quite interesting. So, and it's very common in tourism industry where like some of the tour agencies, they accept the, the, the tour job at a very low price. And then they try to sell this kind of supplements to their guests so that, they can earn commission from it. So, for example, like this, this particular product is saying in Japan, placental supplements are taken with increased fatigue, intense exercise, and as a rejuvenating agent. This is obviously fake because we have been staying in Japan for a very long time, right? Do you see our friends around us taking placenta supplements? Uh, I've uh, this today. Today, now, actually, not even today, just now, is the first time I see people, you know, anything about consuming placenta. <laughs> like, I, I'm actually, I'm still in shock that people are consuming placenta. Oh, and then, like, Japan became the first country in the world where placental treat therapy is carried out within the framework of insurance medicine. They are saying that if we go and uh, um take this kind of placenta treatment, placental therapy in Japan... It's covered by insurance. Really? I would highly doubt that, especially the, the insurance system in Japan is quite strict. Yeah, not, very strict. It's, it's it, I don't, I maybe, but I don't know. I don't have information about that. So is it's it? actually really covered by the, it's actually really covered by the insurance, but it's only for um, women between the age of 45 to 59 who are, having um like menopause like like very severe adverse like symptoms from menopause is not for everything like, yeah you know? i mean there, there would be special cases right so this mm -hmm. is the whole idea like even like, and like it, this it, it's, is um injection you, i think you know what this what does this remind me of you know when people freak out when they have symptoms of whatever and they start googling them and look and going to you know kind of what do I have? And they end up oh, yeah, thinking yeah. that they have cancer or a big disease that they don't mm -hmm. usually, that, that's not usually the case, right? Mm -hmm. Th this is this is the idea of little knowledge is very dangerous. Mm -mm. When you don't have enough information about a certain thing, it's quite dangerous because you jump out to conclusions and that's usually not a good thing. Mm -hmm. so, so whenever like something like this is introduced, I would say like do more research on the subject, you know, like you yeah. said right now, in the beginning, we thought that is that's not the case or probably that's just a scam. But apparently it is approved, but in very special cases. Yeah, only for women yeah. between 45 to 59 who are having like very bad menopausal symptoms. So. Like on the website, on the products website, they're making like sweeping statements. But actually, in, in reality, mm. it's only targeted at a very small subset of the population. Well, or maybe then, like the public should consult, mm. should always consult the pharmacist or like a the, nutritionist, which are actually, they're all available in hospitals. And and I feel like they're not being um 
they actually, they are all these pharmacists and nutritionists, all of them are very well-educated. They're just not being well, well utilized off. I was about to ask you, like, where, where would we find nutritionists? Like, I, in, I, in, the, in the hospitals. In the hospital. And then, like, um, yeah, like, you, you can find them in the hospitals. But, like, they usually only talk to people who are sick. Like, they only talk to the people in, in the hospital mm. who are hospitalized. I see. But, like, if, if you are concerned about a particular symptom that you're having, you can always consult a doctor. And then the doctor will refer you to someone suitable i think so everybody that is listening like this is the word from a professional nutritionist you know somebody who did phd <laughs> don't just don't just don't just take pop supplements you know just freely or at least take them you know after consulting with a, a nutritionist or somebody that actually knows what they're talking about right mm -hmm. yep yep this was fun and very interesting Yes, it was fun. As, you know, like, you know, conversations with you are always very educational. And uh, I guess, uh, is there anything else that you would like to tell people who are listening to the podcast? You know, something that to leave them with, kind of an advice or something or some tips? Switch on your senses when you are, your senses, like your S-E-N-S-O-R-S, -S, your sensors <laughs> when you are go, when you're at the pharmacy or where you're or where you're on like iHerb or like Google looking for your next supplement, like just mm -hmm. do some extra Googling uh -huh. before you make your next purchase. And yeah, this was the word. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, thank you very much, Dr. Wamping. It was, you know, an awesome conversation and an educational one. And uh, I guess I hope to see you at another podcast. Maybe we can talk more about this, you know. Okay, we can do more read aloud sessions. Yes, that, that that that's what kind of what we did today, right? <laughs> we kept on reading. But yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. It was fun. Okay. No worries. Okay, bye bye. Bye.